Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris and Deepom here. Uh, we are a little bit delayed. Uh, I was uh, out in Vegas, and I am back now. So we're here to review. Uh, we're going to do a combined episode. We're basically calling this the prelude to Crisis. We're here to talk about Season 6, Episode 8 of uh, The Flash, The Last Temptation of Barry, uh, Barry Allen, Part 2. And then um, Arrow, Season 8, Episode 7, Purgatory. Uh, we figured it'd just be better, instead of trying to do one at a time, it'd be better to kind of combine both of these, because uh, I actually think we probably should have done this last episode, <laughs> too, because they, were, they yeah. work really well together. Um, a lot of hand-to-hand. Yeah, a lot of hand-to-hand. Um, and, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, the crisis, I mean, this both of these episodes literally end with the red sky and us knowing crisis is happening. Like I said, I think they, they've done a really good job this season of making sure that every episode is leading towards the big crossover. Um, and this was no different. I mean, there was, we mentioned something in the last episode for the flash where they basically told us, you know, crisis in 24 hours. We're like shit. And then this episode was like <laughs> crisis in four hours. I'm like, God damn, man. Like we, we got a we got a timeline we kicking we keeping to right now. This is this is a lot. Um, it's we keep, bro. Right. Um, but I, I think that for at least for the flash episode going first, I, I feel like I I don't I didn't like it as much as the the the, the part one, but I feel like the part two kind of got us where we needed to get to with everybody going into crisis, like having the team, you know, the final steps of what what uh, Barry has been doing of making sure the team is ready for him to be gone. And trusting in themselves and trusting in their team and working as a team. Because you had uh, Cisco and Iris kind of going on their own, doing their own thing at first and it didn't work. And then the final thing comes into, like, let's work together. And so I think it works in that that sense. Yeah, I thought it was good, like you said, moving everyone kind of where they needed to be. Killer Foss is overcoming her fear. Allegra is actually using her powers to help people. Like, it was a lot of... It was a good culmination of some of the character-driven threads of the season so far. Right. Um, you already talked about the ending, the red skies, and like how I love that. Shout out to them to making me give a shit about blood work last week and then paying it off this week. And yeah. something you and I have complained about, not complained about, a criticism we've had of the show has been they don't capitalize on big emotional moments sometimes. Mm-hmm. And whether it was by design because of the episode structure, the scheduling, or by happenstance because of the the fact that Crisis is an episode away, they were forced to, re- to not only deal with the turning of Barry, but kind of the revelation of that to the rest of the team in the one hour we had this week. And I thought it was an effective way to show not just the fear of losing Barry, but the fear of, well, if he's really gone, what the fuck do we do? And it was nice to see them, even if it's, let's just say, hypothetically, this is their last mission together, they had to say, we got to trust each other. We got to trust Barry. He's trying to get through to us. We trust our friends. We trust our family. Yeah, it's the final thing of trusting the team. And, and, mm-hmm. and you need that. And, and trusting the team if Barry's not here. So that we all kind of feel that Barry's not dying in crisis. But there's different things they can right. do with that, right? They could have so Barry does disappear for one or two episodes. And if you had told me that last season i'd have been like so what are we doing with the show then because that's not gonna work (laughs) here it's like well you've kind of set the team up so that you can go and and you've done it you can go an episode or two without having barry front and center and the show still goes on 
rather good. And and, and the emotional uh, weight of seeing the team move on without Barry there will actually work and play on that. Because again, and then it was one, I'm not going to lie, it was one of the things that kind of did throw me off this episode because I'm watching it. Um, I've recorded it on my DVR, so I'm still seeing the commercials. So every five, every time they go to the break, I'm seeing a commercial with Crisis, and I'm seeing Barry not not as the negative flash there, and I'm like, so he's like, the stakes are kind of like, I know he gets past us, which well, you see, already that, knew that. That almost feels like the people complaining about Spider Man. Oh, and, and 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like it it is, but it didn't bother me too much because <clears throat> I. I, I trust in the I, I trust that this show now is aware of that. And so yeah. I I now think that with them spending so much time with the same bear's gonna go on, I actually do think we're gonna get at least one or two episodes with them not there. Because they've done so much time to spin up on the team moving on without him. When and we talked about this before, it's like what do you do if he's still there? Like is Cisco still leading the team? Is all this stuff happening? So I'm I'm really interested in seeing, and I think that the show has made me confident that they're going to address that because they've spent so much time on it. That doesn't feel like that season, I think season three, where you had Savitar and Iris and Racing to Wars then, and they use some, 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 some gimmick to get out of it. It doesn't feel like that at all. And so I think they've done a really good job of making sure that everybody's Everybody's gotten to the point emotionally and character, uh, character-wise, where we can now get to the next step with everybody else there. So, um, I think they did good, and I think again that's why seeing um, uh, Barry in those and, and knowing that because we everybody knew that, right? Everybody knew that Barry's going to come back at the end of this. I mean, it's called the Flash. You know, at the end of the season, we got uh, this is what episode? What was this? Episode ten or nine? Let's see. This was episode eight. Um, that was eight. Yeah, it's eight. Yeah, you got episode eight. So we know, you know how many more episodes you got of this. You know, you know, you know how many we got a shit ton of episodes. But, that's, but, but like, so but that, doesn't, like, that doesn't even like make it less. And I think that that's something that they've done this season, especially the last two episodes, titled "The Last Temptation of Barry Allen." One, they've lampshaded to where they actually might kill his ass. But mm-hmm. two, even our knowledge of like how seasons break down, you know, you the way you want to talk about the show. It doesn't make it any less compelling. Oh no, absolutely not. Right. I, went from, I went from not caring at all about blood work to being invested last week to being horrified this week. Oh, like, they did went, a good they went, job of kind of. Yeah. And I, I wanted to. I wanted to, like apologize for my earlier stance because I didn't recognize that they were going to slowly build this action. Uh, don't don't apologize because blood work was a terrible character. And, they, well, they yeah. peaked out, well they peaked at the right. Like, they pulled it off exactly they, the way they wanted. And I doubt. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, even to the end when he went full blood work, and I was like. Oh, so we did have some money left over from Crisis. <laughs> I was like, my nigga Clayface is back. I, I mean, that's... <laughs> right. They went, they went... I was like, this is, a, this is a Clayface screen test when they bring in for Batwoman yeah. uh, into season one. Yes, yes. And I'm like, oh, okay. But like I said, I, I, again, this uh, to me, all these things that I'm saying about us knowing that right. Barry will be around, to me, it's, it's, it's not a complaint. It's, it's more along the lines of, we have confidence in the show, especially this season and the season before this, what they're doing, that they're not going to make the mistakes. That They're aware of these things. They're aware of the mistakes they made previously. I think that's been, we've talked about this before. I, to me, that's been the thing that's made the Arrowverse so successful is being aware of their previous mistakes and then making sure that they don't make them again. And I, I think it's been wonderful to watch. And I'm really intrigued to see where, I'm not really excited to see where they go for this. Because again, here, you... 
They did what we thought they were going to do. I think the same thing they did with Cicada, which is... <clears throat> excuse me. It actually was even better, because they tied blood work directly into Barry, and technically, the entire team's fear of losing Barry and dying and all this other stuff. So he tied that directly into his race towards crisis anyway. So blood work was already part of the, the overall conversation going in. And even to the point of uh, uh, blood work basic beings, like I can protect you guys from crisis. You guys just let me infect everybody. We can, we can, we can, we'll never die, which that's uh, a pretty good temptation. Right. And it's a good temptation. So you, they did an even better job of now tying him directly in to the crossover that they're having and and then at the end, it's like he's still there. Like once crisis is overdone, you still got. What are you going to do with him? And then you also still have the whole other underlying thing they've been, been working with those those metahumans that have been trafficked and been using as mercenaries. So it's like we have an we have the main story, and and then whatever um you still have uh and and then that the trafficking story is tied into Ralph and, and Sue. You know, and, right, and we haven't even right. gone that level of, of, of that. So it's like there's so many there's so many other things here where it doesn't feel like even though we got crisis like literally <clears throat> tonight starting, we don't we feel like there's still so much more stuff coming after it that can be told in the story with the Flash. And so it's 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 made it really really compelling. And like you said, they made a character that we didn't give a shit about before compelling. You know, in blood work. You know, and then didn't get rid of him. He's still on the board. You know, as it were, he's now in like the super pipeline, which I think is adorable. They have to upgrade the pipeline. Like, the pipeline won't hold him. Well, we've got this thing we built in episode one that will. Like, I like that. that yeah, we're, nice. we're we're back to holding. We're back to holding people. Uh, you know, we're back to where we started. So like like Arrow. Or Arrow comes back from yeah. back, back full circle. We're back to holding villains in the pipeline because uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a great point. <laughs> we're all the way back, all the way back to where we started because nobody else can handle them. So, uh, yeah. About that. Um, so, also gotta love. Uh, I, I see you, Cisco. Been reading Batman comics. Just saying. We Which Babel, ones? Babel, uh, uh, Babel uh, protocols and stuff. Are we really doing this now? We. I look. It seemed like a good idea. I know. I mean, I mean, hey, hey, listen. I'm not saying that that's not a batman case. comic that's him watching the show he's like damn they keep breaking into star labs well in between that well it was also that but I, the batman thing came when so like, in case barry becomes evil <laughs> i was just like mm. well yeah i mean not look, a bad hey. I mean, hey, listen we've been down this road before if barry becomes evil or if thawne shows up we have the same protocols I, I i didn't say i am not judging it i am not saying it's wrong i actually think it's smart i am a batman fan i i don't think batman's wrong so, just saying. Just had he to wasn't point ba- For the record, Batman wasn't wrong. Yeah, no, Batman wasn't wrong. That's, no, no. He's, he knew no. those plans. Yeah, yeah. Come here. He's a nigga with a cape. Like, no. Just, you know. Give me all the plans. Just saying. You gotta, you gotta know. You gotta know. You never know. You never know. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready, Chris. Hey, listen. I'm just, you know, makes sense. Just. Bruce, stay ready, all-star. Batman. Right. Speaking of which, uh, I saw the uh, Kevin Conroy. As Bruce and um, yo, yo, they had to do that for us. That was nice. That was really, I appreciated that. I mean, between that and the Brandon Roth as a uh, uh, as Superman, like I can't wait. I can't wait. Like we, we're not ready. We're really not. But um, have you read the interviews with them talking about seeing him in the suit on set? Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah, but 
Like the cast is like, yo, he's Superman. What could have been? Like he walks in the room in the suit and you stand up straighter. <laughs> if only Brian Singer wasn't trash. He just really, really, really wanted to make a movie about um, land rights. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That was something I was like, I was like, it's a real estate scheme. It, it's a real estate scheme to build more land and sell it. That's the entire plot of both Superman one and Superman Returns. Yes, <laughs> yes. You are not wrong. It's no, a not very complicated real estate scheme. No, it really is. I'm just like you didn't. Do, no, but it actually was kind of complicated. I was like, dude, you don't have to. Like, I feel like there was somebody at Wells Fargo going like, hey, dude, we did this to black people like really easily. You don't have to do all that. You don't need to be a supervillain. Right. <laughs> you just need to be able to facilitate legislation that lets you discriminate against people, you idiots. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the CEO of Goldman Sachs and were going like, oh, what the fuck, Lex? What are you doing? Like, why are you... Why is, he, why is Lex taking the long way? It's another reason why I don't want to see one of them, uh, them do that, a black label, a Lex movie. Because it's like, you mean just like the financial crisis? <laughs> what are you... I don't, I don't... Wait, wait, wait. Is that a rumor? <sighs> Come on, man. Chris. The Joker made a billion dollars. They're gonna do it. You know they are. You can't tell me these things on this air live. I thought you would have known by this point. I thought you knew. That's one of the things they're talking about. Yes. Of course. Absolutely. <clears throat> Let me voice my immediate and intense displeasure. Absolutely yeah. not. I mean, it... And you know there's gonna be no Superman in it, so, you know, it's... We're not here for Superman because what? Yeah, no, I get it. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, so, um, and I was also going to say about this, uh, your boy Wells, man, never trust a Wells. I'm just. <sighs> Look, you learned. You, you, you learned. If, there, if there's one thing that I feel like Barry and the team need to address and need to work on is. Them letting Wells just walk around their earth without keeping That's, a lock on thank them. Thank you. I just, thank you. I mean, it, okay, fine. We've worked on the issue with Star Lab security. I appreciate that. You sure. can no longer break into Star Labs. It's only taken six years to do this and thousands of break ins, but fine. And even this time, you have it and you still let them in. I get it was part of the plan. I get it was part of the plan. You still had the defenses and you let them in. That still had to be brought up. Yeah. Lower but I get, the defenses. You lower the fucking defense. idiot. Right. I, I just I, I, whatever. Okay. I'm it's like, you know, you have locks, but you didn't lock your door. You know, it's just one of those things. You left the keys yeah. in the engine of your car. Whatever. Fine. I get it. It was part of the plan. I'm gonna let it slide. But I really need them to keep an eye on their wells. I just feel like you let a wells walk around your earth and it always come back to bite you in the ass. So, I feel like secure your wells should be step one of any flash plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I wait, wait, wait. Wells, secure your wells. Wait, it's a new year. Have we had a wells visit yet? No. All right, uh, get the wells protocols going. Like, we need that. You know, we need, yeah. we need, we need that. We need the, we need the wells protocols. Where it's like, there's been a I well detected. There's been a well detected on our Earth. We need to hunt him down, figure out what he's doing. And send them back yeah, you to where came. Satellite with facial recognition. Let's get let's get to work, people. Yeah, I'm just saying. Cisco, you made yourself obsolete by by making your powers into discs and then getting rid of them. The least you can do now is find us our wells. Come on, man. Let's let's use that uh, Big Brother in the Sky 
facial recognition and the fact that you guys are subverting uh, civil rights uh, for you for good. I mean, if you're going to do it, let's do it. You know, so anyway, um, yeah, Wells, ugh. and you, you know, it's a big thing because they showed it on both episodes. <laughs> they didn't even show the Lila thing on the flash, but they showed they showed the Wells thing on both episodes going huh, right two minutes before crisis started. Huh? Well, is all this your fault? Well, you and I both know how important he's going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. You just hmm. thanks, Wells. Thanks. You're 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 a great guy. Great guy. Um, anything else you want to say about this last episode before we move on to Arrow? Um, just I thought it was a really good job of them tying up emotional threads and getting us all excited for Crisis in one hour, which is another thing that happened on Arrow. Yeah. Um, Arrow, first of all, I was expecting them to get us uh, Slade. They gave us uh, Yafe instead, which did not see that one coming. And, and I fires. Eddie Fryers. Yeah, and Eddie, Eddie Fryers. Like, I gotta say, good job for the good, good job for Arrow this season for br- bringing back all these people, these touch points from the earlier seasons. That I just honestly sometimes didn't see coming. And I did not see either one of those. Coming. I want to say good job on them for resisting doing Deathstroke. Yeah, you know what? Because I, I thought we were going to do it. I thought that was an, an easy. You and I both were like, oh, Slade's coming. Yeah, and they didn't do it. So I'm like, I would have loved to see him. But at the same time, it's like, I think, especially for what they were trying to do, it actually made more sense for it to be out. This is, if you think of this episode, I know there's still going to be, outside of the crisis, when there's still going to be two more episodes of, of Arrow to wrap all this up. But if you think about this as uh, a beginning of the end and, and, and Oliver getting back to where he started at and, and making sure that he's really not... Because I think... And if you look at what what the Monitor's been doing with him, particularly what we had last episode, the Monitor's also not just been preparing him to accept his fate, but also to make sure Oliver's not the same man that he was when he started. Right? Season one, Oliver could not do this. You know, and this is right. And so this is Oliver. So him being confronted by Yao Fei and basically being saying like, hey, you know, are you still the man that you were when I met you? And Oliver immediately start by making the same mistakes again, albeit for different reasons. And you could even say for better reasons, um, but he was still making the same mistakes. He was still being uh, uh, tunnel visioned and he was still, you know, looking at it as being one thing and not, not, and being impatient. Right. And so I, I think that was, um, I think that worked. I think that re- worked really, really well to bring all this stuff back. And, and Oliver realizing that, you know, in order to save, you know, your family and save who you are, that doesn't mean you leave them, you know? And also love that idea of, you know, when, when Yao was talking to him about, you know, how you move on, you're, you're, you, you know, when you die, you move on. That doesn't mean you're gone, right? Your legacy right. kind of carries on and you have two kids, you know, you have two kids. And so you running off and trying to protect them and not taking that time that you have with them right now, that affects your legacy more than, than you eventually dying knowing you are. So other than, I, I, I think again, for these first, um, was it seven episodes that they've done going yeah. into this? I think they've just done a really, really good job of how they've handled all this stuff. Like, like yeah. hearing you talk about it really makes me super glad they did Yao Fei and Eddie because that's the true benchmark of where 
Oliver's coming. And as much as we yeah. marked out and got excited for the Deathstroke mask in the beginning of season one, it didn't really come to fruition until the Mirakuru, and we already kind of dealt with that when back in Star City. Mm-hmm. This touchstone to the island, and it's so interesting because they've gone to the island so many fucking times since he landed on the island mm-hmm. that it's really kind of it was not. I don't know if impressive is that word, but it meant a lot for me to watch them say, "We're not just going back to the island again for another touchstone. We're going to make it count again. We're going to make you remember mm-hmm. why how this show started." Yeah, Yao Fei Shadow. Fucking Eddie, like it's that's the island. That's that's the flashbacks from season one. Yeah, yeah. It took us a while to get to to de- like you said to Deathstroke. Matter of fact, I don't think yeah Deathstroke Deathstroke wasn't until season two. To be honest, exactly. This is this is this was what it was, and this they is the coordinating of the show. Mm-hmm. Right, and you're reminded even, about even more than that. They did something in the last three episodes that I really want. I didn't notice until right now. They gave us our Green Arrow Black Canary show. Yeah. Yeah, time to split up this episode. It's Ollie and Dinah. Yo, and that was I, I, it was, and, and they gave oh, us a little, they gave us a little nod to it this episode when they were like, "Hey," he was like, "Yeah, I'm really didn't see it, me and you here doing this right now." And I'm like, "Yo, God, we really have gotten <laughs> Green Arrow and 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 Canary. Wow, and and loved it, loved it, right? Nobody's complaining about Laurel right now." You know, the last two seasons. She's been fantastic. And it's like, again, it kind of sucks because you kind of you kind of do wish they had treated her character a little bit different. And I think they could have earlier in the seasons. But again, going to, the, going to what we've talked about with the Arrowverse is they make mistakes. They own them. And then they find ways to adjust and change them as they go forward with it. It's a constantly evolving thing. And again, this is where we come in. We, we, we do this comparison between this, uh, the Arrowverse and the MCU. And it's the same thing. Like you have an architect of, uh, at top who sees what's going on. And as things change, as, as they get more leeway to do certain things, they do those things. When they make mistakes, they don't stop everything and throw it all in the garbage and go away from it. They lean into it and go forward with it. Like I keep, we keep bringing it up. Like we love legends. Like we were just talking about before we came on here about, you know, once Arrow starts, we're gonna be down to just uh, Flash, and we're like, oh shit, wait, we got Legend. And we were like, oh, that doesn't really count because Legends not work to us. Like Legend is just a fun ass show to talk about every week because Legends is fucking ridiculous. But remember that first season of Legends. <laughs> first season of legends was so serious and it wasn't fun and you were just like you have all these pieces and you know it should work but it's not working we'd hated the hawks it was just a whole bunch of the things that we just didn't care about and we were like we were you have to understand we were we were going to give season two like four episodes and then we were going to be done with it and they came in so strong (laughs) the first four episodes we were like did Legend of Tomorrow become the best show in the Arrowverse? They're like, think, fuck, you thought you was leading. Okay, we got you. Right. I was like, did they oh. just become and so, you know, this is this is what they've this is what they've done, and it's it's incredible to see. Speaking back to the uh laurel of it all, I got a question. You're right. We there are missteps early with the way they treat the character, with the way the show is designed. Would we would would we have enjoyed seeing them work together on the island or the last few episodes together as much if they hadn't had the Rocky start? I think that's one of the cool things, too, is like you said, in order to do the course correct, they make you appreciate what you get at the end. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm more appreciative of how batshit crazy Legends is. Like, I haven't watched a trailer for Legends, because this year, I honestly think, like, I'm just going cold. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. I trust them. 
I don't care what they're, there's nothing they can show me to make me more excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just do this. Let's go. Let's go. Just me oh, and you. Yeah. I'm in. And yeah. so when I see that, I look back in these episodes and I see that the, the, the Laurel Ollie pairing has happened so consistently over the season. It's so funny because you and I have said this a couple times, a couple weeks in a row now. It's like, wait, don't leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like mm. let's hang out for a while. I mean, you seem to figure something out here, right? I'm just like, wait, we we really sure we want to end the show right now? <laughs> just like, I mean, I get I get going out on a high note, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah. I wasn't even wanting more, I guess, but like not this much more. Right? I'm like, oh, man, I'm kind of. But even the going with the, the Laurel thing, what I love about it too is it's like it's been a it's been a mutual relationship. So it's 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 not just. I mean. Oliver obviously gave her the courage to be the hero he thought she could be last season. But this season, she's been giving him a lot of, hey, man, like, shouldn't Mia be here with you? And, hey, stop being an idiot. Spend time with your kids. Like, she's been the one that also kind of giving Oliver some life lessons that he needs to hear going forward. And, like you said, I think that they've done a great job so that we're set up really well for this Canary show, which I'm like, at, at this point, you know, they could do whatever they want with that now. Cause now I'm a hundred percent on board literally. and they've clearly changed the future. <laughs> cause it's gone, dog. yeah. Cause, and I love the, I, and I love the fact that they even brought that up that they've, they, 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 they even the character themselves are aware of this. Cause it's like them going back to that timeline is going to be so much different because you know, Roy done gone, uh, uh, full, uh, uh, young justice and lost an arm. Um, as long as you eat a cat, we're okay. <laughs> it's young justice right now. If it goes into cry for justice, that's a deep DC cut for anyone who. Okay, so I'm not going to explain it. It's a pre 52 thing. It's stupid and it happened. But that was the first time they cover for his Harper's arm. Even funnier, I well, during that scene, I was thinking back to that Superman um, when uh, Ollie dies in the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. His arm is attached to that bomb. <laughs> he says, I'd rather die than lose my arm, which is a weird stance. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. how Oliver Queen dies the first time in comics. No shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Superman's right there. I'm like, I can heat vision your arm out. He's like, nah, I'm going down with the plane. <laughs> right. Wait, so I won't be able to. Oh, no, 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 no. I have, I have one thing. I have one thing I do. But what's cooler is that like when they did that, they were, it felt like they were kind of lampshading. Um, ki- uh, not Kingdom Come. Dark Hat Return. Because that's got the one air, one arm. Yep. Uh, Ollie in it. Mm-hmm. Here, Absolutely. they were explicitly like. But the future has an arm, and Roy's like, "Fuck that! Get me out of here." Well, remember this also. Remember, we've also seen a one arm Oliver too. Mm-hmm. Star, C- Star City, what twenty forty seven or something like that. Oliver had one arm in there, so it's like they've done this one arm thing a, a, a before. So I'm, 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 like I said, it, it's interesting seeing how and and the fact that <clears throat> all these different things are changing their future and changing, you know, what happens in that future. So now. You know, Roy loses his arm, but like he told Diggle, it's like, but I'm here with you all. Like, if you if I hadn't done this, I would have been in Hub City and I'd have been on my own. And next thing you know, I'm I would have been end up living on this island by myself, you know, not having a family, not having anybody around me. Here I've been brought back in with with you all. So yeah, I lost an arm, but he kind of gained his family back. So it's, it, it's I yeah. It's one of those things that the monitor said Jeff says good time is a gift. Yeah, and, and it has been. Gave these kids a chance to go save your family. Yeah, he he gave the kids a chance to go save their family. He gave the kids. Uh, uh, he gave Mia and and William a chance to to be with Oliver. And and again, the changes that, that we see happen from that. Right, 
What does Oliver tell tell John? He tells John, when you when this is all over, go find Felicity and you tell her that Wilma and Mia need to need to be raised together. Which again changes the future, right? Changes how all this is changing the future. All this is changing the future. So when we get out of this, that Canary show will be a little bit different than what we see now because everybody's in a different place. Um, but if you think about it, everybody's in a better place, right? You know, and it's all because everybody's in a far better place. So while the monitor was having uh, uh, Oliver and Diggle and the rest of the team do all these things for him, we point out several different places where they were they were doing things. Because of this, that changed anything. So you got Talia and 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 Theo working together to form that League of Heroes. You have um, uh, 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 Diggle and and Lila now now being more aware of what happens with uh, JJ and, and and Connor. You know, uh, Mia and 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 uh, William are going to be raised together. I, all these things are going to change well, that future. That's the thing that Lila comes back from this. True. Right. That's another thing too, right? This, this is a huge change. Right. This yeah. is a huge change of does Lila even survive all of this and come in for all this, right? You know, we always talking about the sacrifice that, that Barry and Oliver makes. So they can't be the only two that are sacrificing throughout this whole thing, you know? So there's, a, there's so much that's happening here that's going to change that future and go forward with it. And um, it, again, it, it's... It's been funny to me because when we talked about this last time, it feels like that Arrow and Flash kind of reverse in, in, in a way. Mm-hmm. I feel like Flash has been more grounded this season and what they've been talking about and what they've been dealing with. They've been dealing with one certain thing, right? This idea of Barry dying and him preparing the rest of the team. This, that's, an, that's an Oliver storyline. We've seen that before. We've seen that storyline. We've had that storyline on, 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 on Arrow before where you have Oliver training the team to take care of everything while he's gone. Um, on Arrow, though, we've been traveling through the multiverse and traveling through time and doing all this crazy shit <laughs> on, fucking, on the grounded show. <laughs> of the Arrowverse, right, right, and and it's been the one that's been the most that deals the most with Marnuvu and 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 what's actually happening and and seeing direct looming crisis, yeah, right. It's, and it's been so interesting seeing how those shows have flipped their thing without losing what makes them them, right? We talked about this before where uh, Arrow's never really kind of taken on the Flash um, tone. But there was those times, those seasons where Flash took on the arrow turn and was too dark. They didn't do that this season. So even with the Flash moving towards Barry dying, the show hasn't been dark. It's still been the Flash. And it has felt it's felt like the Flash. On Arrow, it hasn't been super dark, but it's been like on some Oh man, Oliver's face with the kids, and the kids are seeing their father who they haven't seen in like well, Mia ever in William in 20 years and knowing that he's dead. So, right. Ha, ah, jeez. Ah. It was interesting. It was really cool. I liked that they did more illustration on how this is his daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And when she finds out that he's made a decision without her input, she starts pouting. And then she realizes that she made. I like the lessons she learned in rapid succession over these couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for the backdoor pilot where we're going to see the new future of star city and i'm more excited for the new show because among all the things that we've done here i think one of the more important ones is that you've inspired laurel lands this lore mm-hmm. knowing that in some if it's even now if it's an alternate future she was inspirational enough that 
Mia Smoke doesn't look at Ollie as her hero. She's like, no, you saved my life, bro. Like, you are, yeah. you're what I want to be. Yeah. And Laurel's like, Laurel, me, me, <laughs> me canary? You're like, yeah. Talk about me? Um, huh, interesting. Yeah, and the only thing that's missed so far this entire season of Arrow is Sarah. Yeah. Which means that I hope that over Crisis we're going to get some good Sarah Ollie moments. Yeah, I do need... Because I, I do... That is, that is one of the last ones we need to kind of wrap everything up. We do need Sarah. Because she's, again, another one has been very, very important there since the beginning. So, um, yeah. And I'm hoping we do get those, that, those, those moments in there. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's just been, it's been... I'm really interested. To, I, I think they've set up Mia and William and the rest of them for the future really well because they basically have turned it into if you think about it it's it's the arrow team it's you have your arrow mia you have your felicity william and then you have your diggle connor you had that you had that dynamic you had that you had that didn't only thing you did was you gender swapped (laughs) your tech and your your bruiser and but they've said they they've done so they've given Mia something that Oliver never had. Like Mia didn't have that doesn't have that chip on her shoulder from living on an island and being she doesn't she want to go through that. And now she spent time with her father. And hopefully when we get to the and they get to the future, they'll they'll retain the memories they have now and 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 go from there. We'll see how they do that. But like it's it's been interesting seeing how they they prepared her going forward. So where they're going to call it canaries, like you're really just carrying on arrow with a new team. You know, they, they have the perfect setup. They've done everything they need to carry on the show and, and it, for it to be great. It's like, it's, you, you know, that the, um, action sequences are going to be great. You know, your lead, like, uh, you know, your lead can, can handle it. She's been handling it really well so far. Um, she's stubborn, just like Oliver. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get those moments. Yeah, you're doing a good job of making her oh, Oliver. Yeah. She is so it's so Oliver Queen. Um, and then even having the relationship between her and William is not romantic. It's their brother and sister, and so you have this, you know, knowing that William is the one that can talk to her the most. He's like, listen, listen, come on. I mean, I'm not gonna let you go. I love it. I love it. She's like. Felicity raised me too. Right, right. And he started, he was like, oh, okay, cool. So, so what about this? He was like, I didn't really pay attention to that much. She's like, she raised me that good. Right. Fuck you. Right, right. <laughs> look, look, I can, I now, well, now I'm going to say she now knows how to, uh, she can, I can dislocate my thumbs again. I was like, oh, wait, no, that, actually her dad taught her that, not uh, Nissa. So, her dad taught her that. Right. I, I do think it's interesting. I, I kind of hope that we get more of William reacting to the place where his mother died. Yeah, that is one thing that um, we did. I get, I, get I get that his introduction to the show was kind of weird and uneven, mm-hmm. but he's only in this position because yeah. Oliver found out later that he's his, his kid. Like, yeah, yeah. As much as we're like, oh no, Oliver, we were like, William had that time with Oliver. It wasn't that much time. True. Yeah. It wasn't. So this has been a really, I know the focus has been Mia, and that's obviously because she's going to lead the next show. But I think it's been it's been really good for them to also include uh, William and all this. Well, too. yeah, and I, I and I think that it's it's interesting because one you also forget this too because uh, just the way that Mia reacts, William technically is her bigger brother, <laughs> way older than she is. So <laughs> like older. not even not even like close, like got to be at least like a ten year gap between the two of them. But the way she talks to him, <laughs> you're like, wait, who's the 
who's the older sibling here? Um, but you get it when he has those moments of like calm, like the way he reacts to um the way he reacts to uh Oliver versus the way she reacts is the reaction of someone who's older and has come to group some more things. So even he he talks to Oliver, he's like, Listen, listen, I've had more time. I understand where you're coming from. She doesn't. She I've had that time with you. I with him even saying it's like I saw you in action. Like it wasn't stories to me. I saw you when you and Felicity would would go and and put work in. And remember, we had that whole thing talking about us building on some things that people did or did not like from previous seasons. The whole thing with you know we we saw how uh, we had those seasons with young Oliver, where I mean young young Willem, where he had to see and deal with the fact that his father was him knowing his father was the Green Arrow, seeing his father act open uh, act. Uh, um, uh, in action, and then when his father went to jail and then was, was out in the public as a Green Arrow, him having to live with those consequences, like, William's been through all that stuff. He knows how much of a hero his dad is because he saw it and, 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 and had to get used to the idea of growing up and knowing that I, you don't need to go save him, he'll be fine. And Mia's like, <clears throat> how the fuck do you know that? And, and, and Will was like, because I saw it every day. <laughs> I live that shit. You know, he does. Yeah, he's like, this doesn't... was even an idea for me. Right. I, I sat up, watched my dad, and I go, and then asked yeah. him my homework. Yeah. Uh, he would, you know, like, I would watch my dad on the news, jump over an airplane, shoot up a parachute arrow, and land on a rooftop somewhere, and then come home, and then not be able to help me with my homework because he can't do math, but Felicity could. So, <laughs> but he would try. And then he'd look dead in the camera and be like, go to sleep, William. Right. <laughs> Go back, go back to bed. <laughs> but it's, it's but it, but it was interesting seeing the, all that turmoil that William had in the in, with his father up front, even to the point of him leaving and going with his grandparents, all that stuff, and then seeing William kind of as an older brother looking back and then going like, "I'm appreciative of all this stuff now. I I now get it." And you would expect that from somebody who was older, who also grew up uh, with the father and living that stuff, and then seeing Mia basically freaking out over everything, going like, what the fuck? No, we have to help him. We have to do all this stuff, because she doesn't understand. It's like, your, your dad's Oliver Queen. All right. I know that might He's not mean a lot to you right arrow. now. <laughs> He's the great fucking arrow. Like, that's just not something. It's everything. <laughs> all right? So, um, yeah, man. Uh, anything else about this episode? Lila. Yeah. The Harbinger. That's good. Cool. Mm. I like that they touch back to her moment with um, Laurel saying, oh, that time I got, you know, the IED. Oh, yeah. And the revelation that that's when she first met the monitor. He was like, this is nuts. I kept you alive for a reason. Well, we, we, talked, believe it. we talked about this, right? We were like, yo, how long has she been working with the monitor? And we got that answer. It's like. <laughs> before, before the show starts. Right. Right, a while. <laughs> she's been a while. She's been doing this, and it was nice watching John kind of come to grips with that. Over this is the two episodes did a really good job of balancing everyone's emotional growth. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been kind of light on like intricate plot, but they've been done a really good job over the last was it eight episodes mm-hmm. of building us emotional tethers that you could play off of uh, head into the finale, and it's going to obviously pay off of in crisis. Um, but yeah, it's it, like watching Diggle go from "I can't let anything change" to "I gotta, I gotta, I gotta accept some things are gonna be outside of my foot." It's like him dealing with Barry. Mm-hmm. Don't do that anymore. Yeah, 
And now he's like, fine, whatever it takes. I, I, that's fine. Like, you watch him over seasons come to grips with it. We watched him over the series of this season. Like, even the fact that he's here is his testament to him not being able to let go. Right. Absolutely. He's always said to care of family. And he was like, but what if I follow your ass? Right. 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 <laughs> right. I mean, I hear what you're saying, Oliver. Like, we don't talk about it enough about, uh, we know Oliver is, is stubborn as shit, but, um, Diggle right there with him, yo. <laughs> yo, the twins. <laughs> they really are. I mean, Diggle. Like, like, I think this is a really good point too: is that they've really made their brotherhood stand out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because they... <laughs> oh shit, it just hit me what they're going to do with Green Arrow and the Canaries. What? The flashbacks are going to be to our time, and we're going to see how the timeline change. Hmm. Keep them flashbacks coming, baby. Come on. Hey, look. Wings and flashbacks. The arrow story. <laughs> Listen. You can't have it. You can't. <laughs> it's, it's the way it has to be. It's, it, 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 it has to be. But you're right, because there's so many things we're not going to get, right? There, there's going to be a lot of things we're, we're not going to get. Like, how does... There's, got, there's a whole story about, how, about JJ and, and Connor, regardless of what happens, right? Um, we know at some right. point Connor's gonna, you know, Connor and like that has to happen, and we might not get that. Probably won't get it during Crisis, but we probably won't get it in the last two episodes going in. Like, so it's like, what is that? How does that come about? You know, what does change, and 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 how does that affect things in the future? So, yeah, I um, yeah, there's a lot of things they can do with that. So, also means we maybe we don't go completely all the way to 2040. You know. So I think I think I think they will. I think they're going to end up back in a very different, but like you said, the same timeline. Just said mm-hmm. whatever, make it simple for everyone paying attention. Because like if Mia goes back and she's a different age, that's that's weird. If there's two Mias in the future, that's weird too. True. But I do think that uh, yeah, I I'm impressed at how excited I am for Crisis. How about that? And it's mostly the show's fault. Yeah, Arrow's done a really good job this half season, this truncated season. Of saying, here's where we've been, you know where we're going, and nothing, and it's still everything's still going to matter to you with the, all that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And like they almost took us as, as viewers, kind of like Ollie was like, "Oh, look, we can beat this," and they're like, "No, you can't." Right. Well, well, what if we change? No, we can't. Well, how about um um um? We'll just save. No, you can't. And they did an object well, lesson last week of like some things you have to accept. Well, it's funny because we saw that before, right? We were talking about how the, the season's been so good, but why don't you guys keep it going? Like, we're, we, even us as an audience have been feeling that way, right? It's like, I mean, you don't really have to end. They'll find some way. Maybe they'll have Oliver show up in the future. It's like, and the show's kind of telling us, like, no, guys, you need to accept the fate. The show's over. It's coming to an end. Accept it. There are going to be some other things that goes on. There'll be a legacy that goes on from that. And that's going to be what lives on with this show. But you need to accept the fact that. Things are going to change. Crisis is going to change everything. And I think that's what I'm most excited for going into crisis, right? Is how much everything is going to change. Because I think that we're going to get a fundamental change. I think, maybe we talked about this. I think all these shows are going to finally come home and they're all going to be on the same earth. You know? And, and, and then, because I, I was reading somewhere before, they had talked about the same thing that we had talked about, uh, how, and apparently they're not going to do this, but at one point they were like, yo, crisis is going to be the last crossover they did. And it's because, like, well, what do you, off. yeah, I'm like, what do you, I'm like, like, what do you, what do you do after you do crisis? But I think if you put everything on the one earth, you can now go back to doing these mini little crossovers and stuff like that, where you, you pull these things together. So, 
Yeah. I got Chris. You know what they're gonna do after Crisis Zero Hour, and then oh. Final Night, and then Countdown, <laughs> and then Infinite Crisis, and then Fifty Two, and then Final Crisis, and then another Flashpoint. So I'm just saying, if any of that happens, I quit. <laughs> I'm trying to get. Another... Things also like I look back at the shit I put up with for comic books. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I'm wow. just, I'm just, I, wow. I just. This is why I was like, yeah, I need you guys to take a, take a, take a, take take some time off, because I don't know where you go from here. I mean, there's clearly plenty of things they could go from there, but the question is, do we want to? Is it's that that uh <laughs> that Malcolm Ian Malcolm quote from <laughs> Jurassic Park? <laughs> you know, it's like you never ask if you should. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You figured you could. You never said ask if you should. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, that's, yeah. Just, yeah. And that's uh, yeah. So I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to those discussions at all. I mean, shit. I mean, I, I'm just. I just want to take. I just want to revel in the fact that we're about to have three supermen on. Um, we're about to have three supermen on uh, uh, crisis, and there's a report out from WB doesn't know what to do with Superman. <laughs> It's so annoying, Chris. Dude, we're gonna have three. Like, I, I'm being super positive, but like in the background of all of my excitement for Crisis is you couldn't do this with a bigger budget and more time. They got three Supermen are gonna be at least at least three Supermen are gonna be on Crisis, and they don't know what to do with Superman. Like we're gonna hear Will Friedle's voice as Batman Beyond. I guarantee it. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I just, I just. There's so much happening, Chris. And they pulled it off on the fucking CW, the network that brought you Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Flipper. <laughs> I just, I can't, yo. The uh, network that gifted you such luminary shows as Hellcats. <laughs> and they're pulling off fucking crisis and you own a production studio okay this is another thing too D- disney is owns and kind of helps run marvel studios we get that marvel studios is own thing at first warner brothers owns dc and has since the 60s and they can't get right i mean well there is From the that. network that brought you roswell and then roswell again <laughs> i mean well there is always you know that 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 you know DC. I'm gonna Black read Label. some shows. I just texted in. I just typed into my phone. CW shows historic. The C, the network that has brought you one season of Legacies. What's that? Don't know. Two seasons of All American. What's that? Still don't know. One new season of Charmed. Why would I watch that? Um, another season of Roswell. Nine seasons of Masters of Illusion. Jesus Christ. The bottom line is, these are a lot of bad shows. <laughs> They're pulling off Crisis. <laughs> you couldn't pull off a Justice League movie. Hey, but they got a hey, but they got a solo Joker film. <laughs> I didn't throw my. <laughs> I want that on, I want that notice too. <laughs> I just I I I was I, giving up in real time. <laughs> I just 
Oh, I've given up. I, I, like I said, I, there are some movies I'll see. I just don't care anymore what DC does movie wise because clearly the fans don't care either. So I'm just like, mm, not I for me. I cannot care so I decide not to watch. I can't pretend I don't care. I'm not going to lie to myself like that. I have to lie to myself because if I don't lie to myself, yeah, if I, I'll, if never, I, I'll never see it. If I don't lie to myself, then I'll care too much. And I refuse to give DC and Warner Brothers that kind of intellectual cape, uh, that, 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 uh, um, uh, that, that intellectual capital of me trying to figure out how, well, no, they can do it. No, you know what? No, that's fine. Like I saw one of the great thing I saw, and I think it was, uh, the, the guy who played cyborg, I think it was Ray Fisher. He retweeted this thing and I was just like, you guys are out of your mind. It was somebody who was like, they're talking about the Snyder cut of justice league. And they're like, never forget Ray Fisher. Uh, uh, risked his career for Zack Snyder in this movie. I'm like, he was on Broadway and they hired him to do a movie. That wasn't risking your career. That was a level up. That wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't, and he retweeted. He was like, I do it again in a heartbeat. I'm like, but it wasn't, that wasn't a risk. That wasn't like risking you didn't your lose career. You didn't anything. You got a check. Right? What are you <laughs> talking about, Richard? That's not a, back that's, to Broadway with your new money. That's not, that's not risking your career. Of course, Rick Fisher's for the Snyder cut. He owes Zack Snyder his house. <laughs> Just like, what are we doing here? What, like, what are we talking about? The actors want to see it. Fuck the actors. They're empty vessels, not even real people. That's why they're actors. They fill them up with fictional people so that we can be entertained. They aren't real. I saw it was like there was an image of like Zach Snyder tweet. They say the Snyder cut isn't real. And he showed oh, a bunch of he showed Look. a he showed a bunch of reels of the of of, of the say the director's cut of. And I'm like, that isn't you guys. You guys do know he's trolling the fuck out of you, right? Like. They're like, but no, people have seen footage. Like having footage, like he shoots a lot of shit. We know that he's like, he's like, he's like Michael Bay. They shoot all this extra footage. That doesn't mean it's put into a thing. That doesn't mean. That's not what that means. Let me Chris, stop, Chris. They tweeted out the picture of the reel, and everyone's like, "Look at it." And I'm like, "If you dumb motherfuckers think that he's keeping his things not on digital, I <laughs> need Like, go find me a projection screen in America." What is happening? How are people that dumb? So here's the thing, and I, it's we like have me a, holding up a CD that said Snyder Cut. Like, I, see, I got it, guys. Like, this is the exact same fucking. Me, me, meanwhile, meanwhile, WB is like, there's no Snyder Cut. Would you guys please stop calling us? There, there is nothing there. Um, meanwhile, we, Marvel's dropping Black Widow trailers. Like, oh, you like that Captain America Civil War? We're like the Civil War with, uh, with Russian people. <laughs> <laughs> right. David Harbour from Stranger Things as Red Captain America. What if I give you that? Oh, God, not gonna see it. What if I give sure. you a fight scene between uh, between David Harbour and Taskmaster, where no one notices the shield embedded in the ground between them? But hey, hey, you know what? It's whatever. Joker made a billion dollars. <sighs> I will say uh-huh. this last thing because we didn't have a mailbag this week, so I, that's why. Congrats on learning all the wrong lessons. Yeah, um, I don't blame Zack Snyder for this. I, I think what people need to understand is, and this is with all seriousness, not even me trying to make fun of the dude. Like he hasn't really been right since his daughter died, which is understandable. Don't make me feel bad about no, 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 no. I don't want you to feel bad about that. Like the Snyder cut doesn't exist. I do think that he. It's clearly filling a void because his fans really are supportive of him. And I think that he doesn't want to give that up. And so 
He gives them all these things because it's a great interaction for him. And I don't blame him for that. But at the same time, I need people to understand that when the people up, up top say there is no center cut and it's not happening, then it's not happening. And you got to stop feeding that shit. So stop. And even if it does happen, like let's say they release it and it's in the unedited, unprocessed version of it. It's going to be terrible looking. You guys don't understand for a film like Justice League that involves heavily CGI on everything. If they don't put the work into finishing the CGI, you're not going to want to watch that movie. If you ever gone and watched, like, you know, and if you, if you're like, no, that's not true. Go and watch some, uh, what's a good one. Um, nothing from the Russo brothers because they don't use it. I think if you could watch some of maybe like the first Avengers, maybe age of Ultron, Go try to watch some of the uh, bonus footage on those where they didn't finish the... Um, oh, there's someone in-game, too. There's someone in-game? Yeah, guys, you don't want to yeah, watch... Like, at one point, Rocket makes fun of them for having trouble with the Chitauri. Mm. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's like openly laughing at them. They're the worst army in the galaxy. Like, fuck you, man. We subvert me their surprises. <laughs> it's like, it took you an hour to deal with them? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's yeah. very funny. Like, it did the voiceover, but, like, the animation's not finished. And right. those are great ideas. Better yet, if you're an old enough listener, you'll remember pirating the leaked version of Wolverine Origins. <laughs> Do you want that version of Justice League? It's better, though. No, it's not. No, it's not. I hate them. I hate every one of them. No, like it's, it's, and it's long, too. So, no. Yes, I want that. Anyway, um, all right, folks. Thank you guys very much. We will be back again. Uh, Wednesday we'll be recording Crisis, and so it means it'll be available for you guys on Thursday. We'll have the Doctor on, and we'll have Shanna to join us as well. We'll be talking to her. Remember, uh, the first three episodes of Crisis are uh, Supergirl, uh, Batwoman, and then The Flash. And then we'll come back on January 14th for, um, what is it, uh, Legends and then Arrow. I want to say Arrow is probably the last one, part five of that to kind of cap it off, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then only other thing I want to say is uh, outside of that, so next week's, next Wednesday recording will be the last Super Tuesday until we come back for, at least will be the last one on the Arrowverse uh, stuff until we come back in January, but there'll be a mailbag. Uh, we also have, Ro and I recorded a review of the first three episodes of The Expanse Season 4, so we'll be getting that out, and hopefully uh, episodes four through six will be coming later this week and i think that's it so oh and then i'll be getting with this, the uh, star trek group at some point probably for the end of the year to talk about the start the tre- uh, the short treks because i think picard starts in january so again last episode coming out on super tuesday recap so thank you guys very much for listening make sure you guys subscribe till next time we're out of here peace